Welcome to Kiss and Tel Aviv, where we put the love in Tel Aviv. I'm your host, Margot, and this is Tel Aviv's first and only dating, sex, and relationships podcast. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about a topic that I love to discuss. It is the friends with benefits, the fuck buddy, the romantic friendship, the no strings attached relationship, the, as we call it in Hebrew, Yaziz or Yaziza. There, whatever way you want to spin it, there is so much to discuss when it comes to this topic. We're going to debunk some of the myths. We're going to discuss some of the do's and some of the don'ts. Um, We're going to talk about when to cut it off and more. So keep on listening because if you are dating in the white city, this topic is going to come up. Now, here in Tel Aviv, there are all kinds of relationships that exist from open to relationship, open relationships to monogamous relationships, to marriages, to divorces, to everything in between. And it's a city filled with beautiful people, but it can go from heaven to hell, hell Aviv. <laughs> pretty quickly. And uh, that's why this podcast exists, because we want to help you navigate all of the sort of tricky dating scenarios in a healthy way. So the truth is, whether you've been in the city for, you know, six months, six minutes, six years, whatever it is, chances are you are going to meet a lot of people who they're not necessarily someone that you'd ever end up in a long term relationship with. But hey, you know, you're still attracted to them and you want to find yourself uh, what we call in Hebrew, especially this is a word that floats around Tel Aviv all the time, the Yaziz for a male and Yaziza for a female. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is how you say fuck buddy, friend with benefits. Um, The word actually, it means, uh, you know, sort of like, uh, how do you translate it? Basically to move something from, comes from the word lazuz, which is to move. And it's sort of like to move something or to make something happen, sort of, um, whatever it is, it's best not to, (laughs) Hebrew is a tricky language. Sometimes it's best not to translate directly because tachles as a yaziz or yaziza is a fuck buddy, friend with benefits, whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, So let's use it in a sentence because this is, you know, a learning activity. Uh, For example, me as a female, if I was, if I had a a bunch of guy fuck buddies, (laughs) this is not, please don't tell my rabbi. It's not, I'm not saying that I do, but if I, if I did, it shouldn't matter. Um, We'll use it in a sentence. Yeshli arbe yezizim, which means I have a lot of fuck buddies, <laughs> male fuck buddies in this case. If you're a dude and you want to say I have a lot of uh, fuck buddies that are female, yeshli arbe yezizot. There, you learned something new in this podcast. Don't say I don't teach you nothing. We are all about learning. This is 2021. Expand our minds. So there, you learned a little bit of uh, foreign language. Now, what is a Yaziz, a Yaziza, a fuck buddy, a friend with benefits. I think it's important to define exactly what it is. Um, but the truth is that it's 2020. So for those of you who uh, have literally been living under a rock or have never watched an episode of Sex and the City in your life, uh, a friend with benefits, a fuck buddy, or as I like to call it, an adult sexual friend. I think that, you know, 
31 years old. I think that that's a mature. I think saying fuck buddy just sounds so like, oh, fuck buddy. Like, uh, what are you like a frat boy? Like what? It's like. I don't know. It sounds pretty juvenile, but call it whatever you want. It is a person who you hook up with in which there are no strings attached. You're not in a relationship. You are enjoying each other's sexual company. And, you know, this is, however, very, very important thing to note here. This is not to be confused with a one night stand. No, 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 no. A one night stand is entirely different. A one night stand is somebody that you meet and you have sex with once and you never see or, well, it's Tel Aviv. You'll definitely see that person again, but um, you have no intention of seeing again in the future. It is a one night stand for that reason. But a friend with benefits or a fuck buddy implies, you know, some sort of ongoing uh, friendship or it's a it's a type of relationship. It's certainly not a relationship, that's for sure. Um, but it's someone that over a continuous period of time, sometimes even months or years, if you do it right, or sometimes these things can last a while, uh, it's somebody that you keep sleeping with over and over. Um, and, you know, it's sort of easy to see the friends with benefits or fuck buddy. Okay, let's Let's just call it the friends with benefits moving forward. Yaziz, Yaziza, whatever you want to call it. But uh, for for the sake of the, the episode, so I don't have to keep repeating myself, we'll call it the friends with benefits, okay? Um, they can seem pretty black and white. And I have to be honest, I, I sort of used to see these arrangements this way. Up until recently, um, I sort of thought that a friends with benefits relationship meant that there was one person who was getting strung along and who was falling for the other person in the hopes that a relationship would happen. Or on the other hand, these types of arrangements were completely void of any human interaction or care or respect. And when you look at it in that black and white way, it can seem like this is like a totally messed up situation. But the truth is there can be a gray area and we're going to discuss how to stay in this gray area successfully. Um, I think, you know, oftentimes I, like I said, I used to see the friends with benefits situation in very black and white terms. I never thought it was for me. Um, and the truth is that, you know, there are many, many people that you will meet that are not meant to be people that you're supposed to be in a relationship with period. But that doesn't mean that we can't have interesting and awesome, consensual, cool, fun relationships with them in some sort of way or the other. Um, Another reason that, so we've sort of gotten that out of the way, right? Like the friends with benefits thing doesn't have to be so black and white. And if you do find yourself in one of those black or white areas and it's not so gray, you need to sort of evaluate it, okay? If you are getting strung along and you are in the hopes that a relationship is going to happen, then that's not a good situation. And if you are completely disrespecting another person and just treating them like an object, that's also not a good situation. So remember the gray area. Okay. Um, with that said, I think that the friends with benefits arrangement can be really great. And if you would have asked me this question in the past, I probably would not have been saying this, um, because I never really gave myself permission to sort of live in that gray area um, for many different reasons. But, you know, 
the thing is that a friends with benefits relationship can be a really great place to practice sex. Okay. Now I know we're not teenagers. I hope there aren't any teenagers listening to this podcast because it's uh, a little inappropriate. But the thing is, just like anything, you are not going to get good at it unless you practice. And the truth is, imagine if you were going to learn how to play guitar, right? You wouldn't go out on stage at Hyrcon Park here in Tel Aviv and just perform without having any lessons, right? You wouldn't be expected to go out there and slay it if you hadn't had any lessons. And there's so many other areas of our lives that we are encouraged to practice, right? We're encouraged to practice learning a new language, as learning Hebrew every single day or, you know, practice business skills or practice an instrument or whatever it is, practice yoga, whatever we want to get good at, we're encouraged to practice. The thing is with sex, there's sort of the societal expectation. I don't know if it's societal. I don't know if it comes from the media or porn or whatever it is where we're supposed to be really, really good at it right away. And I don't think that a lot of sex education is very comprehensive and it doesn't really teach people and teach, teaches people about sex, but it doesn't teach people how to have sex. And it's one of those things that if you want to get good at it, you are going to need practice. Um, and a friends with benefits situation can be a really good place to practice sex. Now, another reason they're so great is because, you know, they can often be really sustainable and authentic. And here's why. Okay. Without the pressure of, you know, a relationship or an end game, you really can be your most authentic self right from the beginning. Now, it's not to say that in a dating situation, you shouldn't be your most authentic self. You should always be your most authentic self. But there are just certain things that when you really want to be in a relationship with someone, you don't let all the crazy out right away. You know, there's certain things that people find out over the course of time in a relationship and they build and they grow that together. With a friends with benefits situation though, you can kind of just like not have to worry about what this person thinks of you so much. And that is such a nice feeling because without the pressure of that relationship, you get to be authentic from the get-go. And look, I have to be honest, I know some things about my friends with benefits situation or people that I have been involved with that no one else knows. I got secrets that I could take to the grave because there's something about this dynamic that like it just there is room for these things that you can kind of share with this person because you don't have to worry about them judging you or not wanting to be with you because you've revealed something that's kind of crazy. I'm telling you like there are things that people who are in like a long-term friends with benefits situation share with each other that their boyfriend or girlfriend will never ever know about them. And that is a fact. And it sounds crazy, but sometimes these, these situations can be really sustainable and authentic more so than a long-term relationship. And another thing that's really great about the friends with benefits situation is that they're completely free of this like ownership, right? Sometimes in relationships, we can feel like our partner owes us something or that we owe them something. And 
that is sort of a natural thing that happens in relationships for good or for bad. But the truth is that in a friends with benefits situation, it is two completely free agents, right? I don't have to worry about going to somebody, you know, my friend with benefits, stupid friends birthday party that I don't want to go to. I don't have to worry about any of that. There's no sense of obligation or ownership. Now, with that said, there is a lot of responsibility that comes with a friends with benefits situation. And I think it's really important that if you are going to get into this situation, or if you find yourself in this situation, you need to understand that there is a sense of accountability here. And there's a sense of responsibility that needs to happen. So I kind of want to share some tips on how to do the friends with benefits situation successfully. Okay, tip number one communicate from the beginning. This is perhaps the most important rule of the friends with benefits situation if you want to do it right. If you do not communicate, people are going to get hurt, people are going to get confused, and it's not going to end well. We will elaborate more on that soon. Another really important tip on how to do the friends with benefits successfully is you need to distribute your eggs. Do not put them all into one basket. I'm not talking about those eggs. I'm talking, don't distribute those with your friends with benefit. Um, but do you, the whole point of friends with benefits is that it's not an exclusive situation. And you need to make sure that in order for you not to get too sprung over your friend with benefits, you have to, you have to date other people. And you have to distribute your eggs and you have to sort of make sure that your focus isn't completely on that one person because that can get a little tricky. Um, trip number th- uh, tip number three, you have to know your worth. This is so, so, so important. You have to know your worth and go into a friends with benefits situation respecting yourself. And I think that as a woman, I can say that I have seen a lot of situations and been in situations where if you don't respect yourself, you are not going to be able to have a respectful relationship with anyone else. That goes for a monogamous relationship, an open-in relationship, a BDSM relationship, and in this case, a friends with benefits situation. You have to know your worth. Otherwise, you can really get taken advantage of in these situations, okay? Number four, and we, we talked about this, enjoy the gray area. Things don't have to be so black and white. And this is something that I am definitely learning. Um, Enjoy the gray area and don't try to make it one or the other. It doesn't have to be one person getting strung, strung along in the hopes of a relationship. And it doesn't have to be so void of human emotion. Um, Enjoy the gray area because that's what this whole situation is really about. And number five, remember the do's and don'ts of a friends with benefits fuck buddy situation. Okay. So what are the do's and don'ts? I think it's really, really important. And let's get into some of the do's. Let's start this off on a positive note. Okay. Number one, do, do communicate from the beginning. Okay. Period, period, period. Because I have been in situations where the person that I was with or hooking up with whatever, maybe we didn't leave room to communicate what we wanted from the other person. And that is when people get hurt. Okay, when you can communicate from the beginning, and like I said, lay out that this is not going to be a relationship in which it's exclusive, and you communicate what's going on, 
it will benefit every single person involved. This is so, so, so important. Communication includes laying down some of the ground rules. For example, are booty calls okay? If I'm out at the tether till 3 a.m. and I want to hit up my friend with benefits, my adult sexual friend, as we'll call them, is that okay? I want to know. I don't want to infringe on somebody's boundaries and make them uncomfortable. Are we going to be doing sleepovers or not? Are, you know, am I going to be able to, yeah, I don't know, like (laughs) whatever it is, you need to lay the ground rules first and foremost, because this is what's going to make sure that everybody communicates, laying the ground rules and everybody's fulfilled. And that's really, really, really important. Again, we talked about this. Do know your worth and make sure that you are being fulfilled. Do not settle. Okay. Um, don't go into a friend with benefits situation because you think that that's all, that's the, all you can get. Because trust me, people, I know this is Tel Aviv and it's easy to see it as like the city of sin and this isn't a place of relationships. But if you are not interested in a friends with benefits situation, don't do it. You do not have to do it. You do need to know your worth. Okay. It's not for everyone. And it doesn't mean that just because it's happening a lot that you have to do it. That is so, so, so important to keep in mind. I think there's a lot of sort of cultural expectations that a friends with benefits situation is something that everybody's doing it. And like, it's the only way that you can really get to know somebody. It's not. Okay. So know your worth and trust me, if you really, really, really like a person and you have feelings for them, do not get into a friends with benefits situation. If you are trying to use a friends with benefits situation to get to a relationship, you're fucked. Okay. Literally you're fucked. You're fucked in many ways, but ultimately you'd rather be fucked in the good way and not in the bad way. So do not try to use a friends with benefits situation to get to a relationship. Okay. Know your worth. Do use protection. Come on. This should go without saying, but you would be surprised people. Wow. 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 Guys, listen to me. Listen to me now. Your dick is not too big for a condom. It's not. I know you'd love to think that it is, but it is not. Okay. I am recording a podcast. There is a microphone in my face right now, and I guarantee you I could get a condom over it if I wanted to. And it's way bigger than your dick. Okay. That's to give you a little bit of a fucking visual. You are not too big for condoms. Okay. Yes. Listen to me. I know that sex feels better with a condom. Okay. Without a condom. I know it does. It feels better for women too, without a condom. That's a fact, okay? A piece of rubber is going to make things feel a little bit different. But guess what, guys? You're going to come either way, okay? (laughs) You are. It doesn't take that much for you guys. So don't tell me that condoms are, oh, it just feels so much better without it. No. No, 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 no. Okay? Just remember that. Absolutely not. Use protection. And guys, enough. Enough of this bullshit. I don't need to wear a condom. Enough. I'm s- enough. Okay. I-, I hear from so, so, so many people that there are so many guys out there trying to convince them not to use a condom. We're smarter than that. And enough. Okay. Just a little, little side note there. Okay. Do use protection. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks. Um, keep it. Do keep in mind that The thing about a friends with benefits situation is there are going to be periodic times when you'll see each other and when you won't. Somebody might get into a relationship. Somebody might be seeing somebody else. Somebody might be traveling. Somebody might not be in the in the right headspace for a friends, whatever for a friends with benefits situation, whatever it is. 
keep in mind that they can be kind of periodic and just know that going into it. It's not, it doesn't always, I mean, in some situations it could be kind of continuous, but just know that there are times of ups and downs. Um, uh, Israelis can be, okay, just remember this. Israelis can be super affectionate and intimate very quickly. It is a cultural thing. And I think that it's sometimes if you're not used to that, it can be very, very confusing. Um, I know when I first came to Tel Aviv, I really had to get used to uh, the cultural norms in terms of affection. And, you know, you've got people using terms like mommy and motek, like sweetie and love and this and that. Ah, blah, blah, blah. Um, just don't, if you're, if you're new to the city, if you're new to this country, like just remember that like, if you're from another culture, don't can don't always confuse some of that quick intimacy uh, that is cultural here with for more than what it actually is. Just keep it at the surface level and know that um, it's just part of the culture here. People are very affectionate. They're very intimate right off the bat. So um, it can sometimes feel like things are moving pretty quickly in relationships. But just keep that in mind. Take things at face value when um, <laughs> when somebody in who's from here says, you know, a native tells you, uh, Motek Shelly, I love you. Da, 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 da. Just take it, take it, take it at face value. Okay. Just keep that in mind. Um, have some kind of connection with your friend with benefits. You know, this can help, um, but try not to do it. Try not to overdo it with the emotions because people can get hurt. But, you know, I think these situations work well when you can have a conversation with the person or maybe not. I don't know. But like, I don't know. For me personally, like it's nice to have that kind of thing. It doesn't need to be completely devoid of human emotion. Um, so it doesn't have to be like that. So just keep some kind of connection with the person. Cause after all, if it's somebody you want to keep seeing, um, then, you know, it's kind of nice if you can have a conversation with them. Um, sometimes not, Hey, I'm not here to judge, but some people have <laughs> those situations where it's like, open the door <laughs> Slam, bam, thank you, ma'am. Todaraba, and we're done. Um, but uh, yeah, it can be fun to find somebody uh, that you are sexually compatible with, okay? Because the thing is, if you want to explore different things, you need to find yourself a friends with benefits who you're compatible with. And that's the whole point of this situation is to enjoy your sexuality and explore things. And if that isn't happening, then you need to get out. Okay. You should not be having mediocre or lame sex with your friends with benefit because that then there's absolutely no point um, to that. So keep in mind that uh, find somebody that you're compatible with and that's kind of interested in exploring the same things you are and is sort of in the same um, sexual arena as you basically. Um, now, now that we've talked about some of the do's, there are so many don'ts when it comes to a friends with benefit or Yaziz, Yaziza situation. Uh, the, the number one don't, okay? Don't act fucking weird when you see this person in public, okay? You should approach them the same way you would run into a friend in public. Now, not entirely like, I'm going to greet my girlfriends different than I'm going to greet <laughs> a friend with benefits, but like, it's all about respect and it shouldn't be fucking awkward. So if you see that person in the street, which you will, this is Tel Aviv, okay? You're going to run into somebody and it's going to happen often. Especially if it's a Thursday night and everybody's out partying. Like, 
don't act weird when you see this person in public, okay? Because then it just makes it weird when you see them again. It's just like, come on, have some respect. Don't act weird when you see them in public. Don't lie to yourself, okay? Don't lie to yourself. What do I mean by that? Do not, I said this before, get into a friends with benefits situation with somebody that you're into, that you want something more from, okay? Be very, very, very clear about your end game, okay? Because you can lie to your friend with benefits, you can lie to your friends, you can lie to your therapist, but you cannot lie to yourself, okay? And at the end of the day, if you are trying to turn this into a relationship, you're gonna get, it's just, it's just gonna be a fucking mess, okay? So don't lie to yourself and say, oh yeah, we're just, it's casual or, you know, whatever. Guys too, I, 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 I think girls get a lot of bad rap for this, but guys, if you really, really like a girl and she's only interested in a friends with benefits situation, like yo ass gonna get friend zoned, friend, friend with benefits zoned or vice versa, you know, don't lie to yourself. That's a huge thing. Be really, really, really clear about your end game. Um, learn from my mistakes. Trust me. I've, I've been in a situation that lasted a little bit too long and I think that it's important to remember that it is completely normal to to start to like somebody, okay? And we've got to stop being so fucking hard on ourselves, seriously. Like, I just want to say this now on the mic. It is completely normal to catch feelings for somebody. I think in this world, we're so caught up, like, especially millennial dating, like, don't catch feels, catch fights, not feelings, you know? this. We're human beings and it happens, but be very, very clear if you start to get feelings with somebody. I, trust me, I've been there. <laughs> I've been there before. And like after a while, if you're sleeping with someone for a long time and you have not, you know, communicated your boundaries like we talked about from the beginning, eventually you're going to start to wonder where is this going? Is this going somewhere? And you'll try to, to do the DTR, the define the relationship. And that other person might have only been interested in something casual. And if that's not communicated from the beginning, it can be sad. So just don't lie to yourself. Don't be disrespectful, okay? Just because the situation is casual does not mean that you can treat the person with disrespect, okay? This is so, so, so important in a healthy sexual adult friendship, okay? We are not fucking teenagers anymore, all right? We need to be respectful of someone's time, of someone's body, of someone's space, of someone's body, uh, boundaries, all these things, okay? Be respectful. There is certain etiquette that needs to be applied to every single friends with benefits situation, okay? It does not give you, because it is casual, it does not give you the permission to blow somebody off. It doesn't give you the permission to ignore somebody. It doesn't give you the permission to treat somebody like crap, to ignore them in public. If your friends with benefit is doing that, it is not a friends with benefit, it is a fuck boy or a fuck girl and you need to get the hell out of there right away, okay? The second that you start getting disrespected, you need to reevaluate what this relationship means, okay? And keep in mind, just because it is casual does not mean there isn't room for respect, period. Oh, thank you. Do not overstay your welcome with a friends with benefits situation. Look, sometimes, um, again, this is where the communicating your ground rules comes into play. If somebody doesn't want you sleeping over, you need to 
<laughs> don't stay over, okay? It doesn't mean that just because it's a friend with benefits that you can't spend the night, but this is something that can be kind of confusing if you're navigating the situation because sometimes the overnight stays can get a little more intimate that somebody's willing to, uh, that, than somebody wants. Um, so don't overstay your welcome. It's totally fine if you, I think, if you have overnights with your friends with benefits, but know when to leave. Um, get in, get out. Uh, thank them and just be polite. Do not overthink. And I <laughs> need to take my own advice so much more than I actually do. But I'm a Virgo and we characteristically overthink things. I can't help it. Okay, I'm a Virgo. Sorry. But um, the friends with benefits should not be a place for games, okay? D the second you start thinking... And I've done this. I've, I get it. I get it. It's so easy to do it. And I need to take my own advice here. But this is not the place to be thinking, what should I text him? When should I text back? I don't want to seem too needy. I don't know. No, no. This is a friends with benefits situation. This is not the time to overthink. So um, just be your authentic self. Say what you need to say when you need to say it. And uh, don't don't overthink it too much. This isn't this isn't the same situation as somebody who you're trying to date and you know, you might need to be a little bit less available and stuff like that. I'm not saying you should always, 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 always be available. But like, the the rules are different here, I think. Um, don't get lazy. Okay. I've <laughs> experienced cases in which, you know, you start here, you're maybe you're hooking up with somebody for for a long time. And you got to keep it interesting. It just because it's comfortable doesn't mean that you can avoid things like, you know, upkeep. <laughs> don't stop shaving your legs or whatever it is you like to shave or just don't not do the upkeep. You know, don't stop. Don't think that because your friend with benefits is coming over for a quickie that you can just like slob around and, you know, whatever. That's not a very nice situation and it's there's a time and place for everything look if you have a friends with benefits situation and they send you that text hey I'm in your neighborhood what's up you home okay if you're in your pajamas whatever but like it doesn't mean that every situation has to be like that I think that sometimes with a friends with benefits situation um, people can start to get kind of lazy and only hit up for like the quickie or whatever but I, I think it's also fun to experience you know a little bit more than that a little bit more uh variety in the types of hookups that you're having um but again this is where communication comes in and if you're not getting what you want from it then talk to your talk to your partner your friend with benefits whatever it is and don't forget that it is i said this before it is completely okay if you are not good at the casual sex thing this is something that it, just because people are doing it does not mean that you have to, okay? Like, it's okay to want something more from someone. It does not mean that you are a failure. It happens. It's normal. It's biological, especially for women. But a lot of us, you know, we're hardwired to mate. And, like, it's it's easy, like, after a while of hooking up with someone for a long time to catch feelings. It's not okay to catch feelings and then settle for a friend with benefits situation with somebody because you are going to get hurt, okay? So just remember, it is okay if you are not good at casual sex, okay? This is not something that a lot of people 
are naturally good at it. It sometimes it takes these situations and laying out these ground rules and experiencing the pain and some of the mistakes to get good at it. Trust me as someone who has been down that road. It's okay if you're not good at casual sex. It's not for everybody. You are there's nothing wrong with you, okay? So just remember that. And a lot of times it's just about, you know, expectations and managing those and you know, it's normal if you've been sleeping with someone for two, three months to kind of be conditioned to expect something more after a while if you haven't communicated that from the beginning. So it's okay. Do not act too entitled or demanding, okay? You do not owe anybody anything in a friends with benefits situation that you are not comfortable with, okay? This is not a relationship in the traditional sense, okay? So remember that no one's entitled to you and you're not entitled to anybody else for that matter. So the second you start to get naggy or disrespect a person's boundaries or any of that, you need to keep in mind that you are not entitled to this person. I think a lot of times guys can get really entitled to their friend with benefits if it's a, if it's a guy girl situation. And I'm, I'm sure that women do too. You know, sometimes I know that it's easy to be demanding. It's easy to become entitled, but just remember that you are not, you do not, you're not entitled to anybody, especially your friend with benefits. Um, also, with that said, try not to overindulge because it can be really exciting when you have a new friend with benefits. It can be addicting. And, you know, the thing about addiction is if you overindulge and then somebody takes that thing away from you, it's like this dopamine rush and then your stress cortisol hormone is going to get released and it's going to feel fucking crazy. So just try to take it kind of slow in the beginning. Um, I know that's not really the point of a friend with benefits situation, but don't overindulge. You know what I mean? Um, if you're seeing each other every single night, blah, 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 it's a little, it can be a little too much in the beginning. Don't overindulge. It's like a, take it one M&M at a time, not a whole handful. <laughs> um, it's like eating Bamba. You know what I mean? It's just easy to snarf down the whole bag, but just try not to overindulge. Okay. Um, also, if you're seeing each other like, really really often it can start to feel a little routine and relationshipy and that's not the point of this um so just don't burn out too quickly on the on the friends with benefits situation don't take things personally um it's not a, it's not the typical relationship and this isn't the time to like worry about taking things too personally i know that it can be kind of hard not to and there are times when you will it's just normal but try to try not to um, I know this is something that I've, uh, experienced where it's like, oh, this is about me, isn't it? And, and it's not, it's not half the time that person's probably not thinking about you. So, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but it's just important to know the truth about these things. This is kind of how it goes. Um, so I think we've, we've, we've covered a lot of really important do's and don'ts, but the next question that I think a lot of people want to know is how, how do you get a friend with benefits? How do you do this? Okay, here's the first step in trying to get a friend with benefits. Stop trying to get a friend with benefits, okay? Um, if you are forcing this situation, it's just, it's one of those things that like kind of needs to happen naturally. Um, if you're If you're actively trying, I don't know, I just think you need to relax a little bit and just like stop trying so hard, okay? 
Now, if you are considering this type of experience, try to think of someone from your past maybe, okay? Now, I'm not talking about your ex. Do not ever, 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 ever get in a friend benefit situation with your ex. This is the worst thing you can possibly do. But maybe it's somebody in the past that like you kind of liked, but you didn't really see a, them as relationship potential, but you do like them. You are attracted to them. You do have a lot in common, but they're just not a long-term option. That's the type of person you should enter into a friends with benefits situation with. Um, maybe it's somebody that you've been hooking up for a while. Maybe it started out like you sort of dated or whatever. Or maybe you were interested in seeing where it would go with the person but you just find out that perhaps they're just boring as fuck outside the bedroom and they're attractive and they're good in bed and whatever but like they're just not that interesting this is also a great candidate for a friends with benefits situation I recently learned that this is called white clawing and for those of you who don't know what white claw is it hasn't come to Israel yet but it is a spiked seltzer drink and it comes in all kinds of different flavors and White clawing is apparently a new dating term. It's kind of like ghosting where you keep enjoying someone because they're physically really attractive, but there's not much else to them. It's kind of like drinking a white claw. They taste good and they get you drunk. But beyond that, like you're not going to go to a restaurant and order a white claw. At least I hope you're not. You know, it's not the kind of thing that you you don't. White Claw is not like drinking a fine wine, you know, <laughs> you drink White Claw for one reason, and it's to get fucked up. So that's what White Clawing is. It's uh, keeping someone attractive around just because they're hot. So this is a good option for a friends with benefits situation. If you know someone like that in your life, then go for it. But do not try. Ugh, this is so important. Friend with benefits, your Yaziz, Yaziza, do not try to make them your boyfriend or girlfriend. Now, I know we all have the friend who, the couple that we know, that they started out just hooking up and they were boyfriend and girlfriend six months later, okay? That is the exception to the rule. I repeat, that is the exception to the rule. Do not enter a friends with benefits situation and try to turn it into a relationship. Do not do it. It can happen. If it does, great. But remember, it's just not that's the exception okay it's just the exception just keep that in mind don't go into this trying to get a relationship out of it because you're gonna regret it I promise um now the there's also you know I think there's a lot more benefits to a friends with benefits to a friends with benefits situation um the cool thing about it is that like you don't have to worry about letting your freak flag fly too early. What do I mean by that? Okay. If you have a lot of kinks and you want to get them out, look, if you're trying to date somebody, the first time you sleep with them is not the time to let all your kinks out of the bag and just like go crazy and let them, you know, do all kinds of crazy stuff. Like it might be, but in most cases, like you kind of want to save some stuff for the interesting uh, moments in a relationship and like have something to look forward to. But in a friends with benefits situation, you don't really have to worry about that. If you're a freak, you can be a freak from the fucking get go. And it's not to say that you can't do that in a relationship, but, um, it is sort of a safe place if everything's been agreed upon and everything um, to kind of get freaky right from the get-go. So that can be kind of uh, a cool benefit from it. And here's the thing about a friends with benefits situation. This might sound kind of messed up, but it's all the good stuff about a relationship without having to be in a relationship. Okay? And what do I mean by that? 
I'm not saying that basically if that's all you have the capacity for right now, that's all you have the capacity for right now. There are so many busy people in the city and you know what? Some people have a lot more work to do on themselves before they can get into a relationship. Okay. We've all seen this kind of situation play out. And the nice thing about a friends with benefits situation is that it leaves time for you, for yourself. And I'm not trying to say this in a selfish way, but if you're not ready to be in a relationship with somebody, then you should not be in a relationship with somebody. Perhaps a friends with benefits situation is a good place to sort of grow, get to know somebody, practice fun sex, communicate, and it can be a really great place to practice all the things and all the skills that you might end up needing in a relationship down the line. Um, and it's good aspects of the relationship, but not having that ownership or that end game or any of that stuff, uh, the pressure for all that, if you eliminate some of that, it can be a really, really great situation. So to wrap it up, always communicate try to date other people if you're in this situation so you don't put all your eggs in one basket know your worth remember that there is a gray area in these in these cases and it's sometimes a really fun pool to swim in and remember the do's and don'ts okay um with that said i think that kind of wraps it up if you guys um have any more questions or want to chime in on the friends with benefits situation we would be happy to hear from you um and if you know anyone who wants to be featured on kiss in tel aviv or if you want to submit a question or a topic shoot me an email my email is margo m-a-r-g-o-t at tel aviv media dot group that's margo at tel aviv media dot group not dot com uh, for more episodes you can visit kiss and tel aviv dot show and for more shows and original content about lifestyle culture food and the people of tel aviv check out tel aviv presents.com and do not forget to follow us over on instagram uh, you can shoot us a dm there too if you have questions or want to submit a topic our handle is at tel aviv presents all right my yazizim and yazizot thank you so much for listening and we will see you guys in the next episode of kiss and tel aviv bye guys